when the, I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it pour. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Right. What's the cost? Speed of balls, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be. Incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend roaming the Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. That big whiskey, that big cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. Yes, sir, indeed. What up? What up? What up? Fearless Friday here on the Slapdick Podcast, coming to you from the fine confinements of the Slapdick home front here on this fine Fearless Friday. April motherfucking Fool's Day. So if you didn't know, I have no fucking, I have no tricks up my sleeve. No fucking April Fool's jokes. I never did that shit. Uh, I'm not really into the whole fucking April Fool's thing. But it is April Fool's Day, so... LeBron's tweeting out shit that he's done for the season, and see that was to me that's not a fool's day joke. I thought that shit was real because I think he got a lot of pussy in him. So I wouldn't ex- I, shit if that's not a joke. Don't be shocked. Now, I don't know if it has came out already as a joke, but I wouldn't be shocked if that fucking thing wasn't a joke. Um, LeBron drips from the middle of his legs, dog. Come on, we already know the deal. Uh, got a lot to discuss. Um, this fine show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Gets you 50% off welcome bonus as you bet on Final Four tomorrow. We're here. Who you got? Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, Kansas. Betonline.ag has all the bets you need. Join today. Tell them the Slapdick sent you. Promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And get 50% off welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, uh, lots to discuss here, man, on this great Fearless Friday. Um, we got to, uh, I got to be honest. Did, have you heard about this whole fucking, did you guys see the, did you guys see the executive order that the New Jersey governor put into effect? Have you guys seen that shit? Um, it's a real thing. This motherfucker changed the state bird of New Jersey to the middle finger. You see that shit? Just signed an executive order changing the New Jersey state bird to the middle finger. Give it up to the state, to the, to the governor of New Jersey. Took some balls, I think. 
to uh, change the state bird to the real bird. <laughs> Give them motherfuckers the bird. New Jersey, shout out to all you guys out in Jersey City, Jersey, the Garden State. Slapdick Whiskey will be coming to you very shortly. So stay tuned. But right now, in the meantime, you can head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you some whiskey, some merch, um, and anything else you want to get, a book, some posters, whatever else. Um, Josh Feely, what up, Oost? Your daughter's birthday today. Shout out. Lucy, what's going on? I got your question, and then I got your Bobby Bruce question. Shame on you. I'm uh, trying to be a smart ass on this Fearless Friday. But it is Fearless Friday, so you guys should be fearless. And ask away. Ask away. Um, yeah, I figured the Jersey Bird thing was a, was a, a, a April Fool's. That is a hell of a, a, of a job by the governor to let his nuts hang, though. That's hard to do. Even as a April Fool's joke by the governor, it is hard to do. Um, those type of things because you get so fucking much scrutiny nowadays with this cancel culture bullshit. It's hard to do. I, I bet you LeBron's taking hate like a motherfucker. I bet you this governor, Murphy or whatever, I bet you they think that shit is serious as fuck and they're going to give him so much hell. Um, he did a real letter and shit. I wish he would do that for real. I love that shit. I wish a, a politician... Um, we all know they're crooks anyway. I wish they would really do some real crooked shit and, 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 and let their nuts hang and fucking drop a bill like that. That shit would be comical to me. Um, Gino Ariyama went off on a rant today or uh, yesterday about the transfer portal. I told you guys he's one of my f- uh, favorite coaches of all time. Gino Ariyama, UConn women's coach. He came out and just talked shit about the portal and how he can't really practice for the last several years because it's just such a shit show and uh so hard to do and so much love to Gino Ariyama, UConn head coach uh women's um as he'll be in his what is he in his 28th consecutive sweet 16 and I don't know how many final fours but he went to 28 consecutive sweet 16 I don't even know if that shit is unfathomable It's not even fucking a joke. It's crazy to me. Um, Why do women, Lucy, with no fucking jobs, have the highest standards? (laughs) Have you guys noticed this? Women with no jobs have the highest standards. I trip out on that shit. But man, you're not out the way. Don't get out. Don't think I'm just picking on women today. Why do men call girls hoes, Lucy? Why do we call girls hoes? But you know, and damn well, we'll fuck anything with a heartbeat. Short, fat, skinny, or tall. We fuck them all. You already know that shit. And, um, but Lucy, this is the cold part about it. See, I'm not a sexist. I'm a realist. And I call it, I call a square a square and a circle a circle. Men be calling girls hoes all day long. And yet, they fuck everything they can. Ugly, fat, 600 pounds, sloppy, hairy, hairy back bitches. Oh, it's unbelievable, right? But then, guess what? We be praising each other. 
like it's the shit. But we're not hoes. Come on, homie. Hoes go both ways. Let's keep it real. So if you praise a, if you call a woman a hoe, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be keeping one hundred and call a man a hoe. I mean, damn. But see, men, it's a men's world. It's a man's world, Lucy. That's why I try to keep saying, we'll never be degraded for fucking a lot of females. We're only gonna get praised. That's the problem. We're going to get praised. But see, that's why I call men bitches and not women. Because men are do more bitch-made shit than women do. See, men can't control their emotions a lot of times. Like, this is what I don't like about men. You know why men are bitches, in my opinion? Because you know what we do as men? That's why I don't call it a man. I call it a bitch. But you know what I do about men that does this? Men get into an argument and they'll get clowned and they'll get embarrassed. And you know the first thing out their mouth, the motherfuckers will be will be they'll they'll be so quick to go personal on you. Ah, you you call the dude Hitler. Ah <laughs> oh, man, you're the biggest bitch made motherfucker. Ah oh, man, you 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 you've got fired. That's why you ain't working now. Have you ever have you ever noticed? That you get into an argument with a man and his ass getting clowned and you're clowning his sorry ass and that motherfucker get personal so fucking quick on your ass. That's why I call men bitches. Because you motherfuckers can't. You, you do bitch made shit. You snitches. You like snitching. It's like snitching. That shit is snitching. You know? Um, what we just call back in the day, dry snitching and shit like that. You, you remember all those terms? Um that brings me to Contrary to Belief, brought to you by AthleticGreens.com. Um, I'm going to do the Contrary to Belief today. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do the quote of the day first. Like I'm going to keep it, keep it the same. Uh, quote of the day, something I made up today. I always walk alone in the front, never in the back with the pack. JB quote right there. Put that shit in Wikipedia. Put it online. Do something. I got to put that on a shirt. I'm going to hit the guy up today. That's going to be the 10th quote of mine right there. I always walk alone in the front, never in the back with the pack. That's just real shit. Fuck that. Too many motherfuckers sit in the back with the pack and all they do is talk about the motherfucker in the front. Have you ever thought about, have you ever heard, have you ever really sat down and thought about that? How many motherfuckers backbiting you, sitting in the back, and you know what they end up being? Backbiters. <laughs> the motherfuckers are backbiters. That's all they do. And you know what they do? They envy the motherfucker leading the pack. They envy you. So you know what they do when they envy you? Because they know they can't be you. They talk shit about you. That's just what it is. That's just real shit. Um, contrary to the belief, brought to you by athleticgreens.com. Um, head on over to athleticgreens.com. Hey, it's one scoop and, and a cup of water a day. It keeps all the bugs away. Great for your immune system, your stomach. Fucking, you don't have to take pills. Athleticgreens.com is the greatest thing on earth. I'm telling you guys, I've been telling you, some of you guys have bought it. I love it. I think it's great. 
athleticgreens.com. Head on over. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you up to a year supply and get you a discount on shipping. Go on over now, athleticgreens.com, and use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Contrary to belief, all right? Now, I got some, again, some of these are East Coast versus West Coast. Some of them are generational terms, young versus older, all right? So, blunted, getting blunted versus getting lifted. To me, those are two East Coast terms. I grew up listening to Red Man and Keith Murray. That's all the motherfuckers used to say. Getting lifted, getting blunted. Um, you know what we used to say? I never smoke weed, though, so that's just what it is. I don't fucking smoke weed, but we just high as a motherfucker. <laughs> West Coast, hey, we high as a motherfucker. Blunted and lifted, that's y'all on the East Coast, dog. We just high as a motherfucker. That's just what it is on the West Coast. Another West Coast term I grew up with. Solo dolo. We used to say solo dolo, dog. That means how we roll. We rolled solo. I'm going solo dolo. Where you go? Who you with? I'm solo dolo. Some of you white folks just say, I'm alone. We're alone. <laughs> and now another thing, um, on the East Coast, a lot of cats, we, we see on the West Coast, we say buster. We use the actual er on that motherfucker. A lot on the cats on the West Coast, on the East Coast, use busta. Like Busta Rhymes, right? The rapper. Nah, we used to say Buster. But you know what I use? I, you're just a bitch-made cat. Uh, let's keep it real. Ask Pat McAfee, ask Ty Schmidt. They'll let you know. You're just a bitch-made cat. That's my favorite. Um, on the East Coast, we use Bum Rush. They use Bum Rush. We're going to Bum Rush it. See, we used to say blow up the spot. We're going to go blow up the spot tonight. Now, that could be a good thing. We're all going. We're rolling deep into the club. Um, or we're going to start some drama. We're going to start some static. We're going to start some shit. Blow up the spot. Um, here's the thing. East Coast, they call Chuck Taylors Chuck Taylors. Like, they really pronounce the whole fucking thing. On the West Coast, that shit is Chucks. Just just Chucks and khakis. It's white tees, Chucks and khakis. However you want to say it, that is a West Coast thing. We just call it Chucks. Some of you motherfuckers call it sneakers and shit. Um, clocking. East Coast term like a motherfucker. Hey, it's clocking. Clocking is a East Coast term. On the West Coast, we say catch a fade. Catch a fade or take flight. We used to say take flight. Oh, that motherfucker took flight on his ass. That means, hey, we... A lot of you guys, we a lot. But I think East Coast and West Coast used "still." The term "stilled on" you got "stole on." Um, I think some of those are universal words, but you know, great little segment. Um, I gotta always hip you to some real shit. Um, brought to you by AthleticGreens.com. Contrary to belief segment. Yeah, catch some hands. That's that's kind of just a normal deal. Um, well, we're here on this Fearless Friday, man. 15 minutes in. We've already got a lot done. Great little talks. Having a nice little uh, discussions. Um, I got some fan questions. I, I wanted to get some. I wanted to get some fan questions. We're on this Fearless Friday here. 
I wanted to get some fan questions. I got a lot of questions, so I'm going to go through some. Um, and uh, I appreciate all the fans out there shooting me their questions, so I appreciate you. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member of the Slapdick Podcast today here on YouTube. Come on over. Uh, if you're on the audio side, it's in my bio on social medias, Instagram, at RealCoachJB, Twitter, at the real coach underscore JB, and uh, you can uh, find the link. So go on over and join the Slapdick Podcast on YouTube today. Hit the bell notification so you also know when I'm on. And so far this week, five days, 1 p.m., and it's been doing pretty good uh, on the West Coast, 4 p.m. on the East Coast. For all you that don't know how to fucking Google what coast, what fucking time zone you're in, go check it out. Um, hit the like button and subscribe. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna address Lucy's question first. All right. Um, she asked me if I didn't choose to be a coach, what would my career path be? Now, I don't know. That's a good question because I don't know how to answer that question. Um, you know, I don't know how to answer that question because I just. Once I stopped playing, I lost the love of playing football. Um, I, 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 I knew I instantly had a love of coaching it. So I would always been a hustler, though. I would always been a hustler. Not And hustle, if you define the word, does not mean anything illegal. Hustler means making money at any means necessary and getting things done. That doesn't necessarily mean um, doing criminal activities. Um yeah, I don't. Yeah, Alan, I, I like speaking. I do like speaking in front of folks, but I don't know if I'd have had the platform if I, if I didn't go on Netflix or any of that shit. So you know, now people will request me to speak. It's funny how that works. You know how many people in the world are probably great at something that'll never be recognized because they're not famous. There's many more people out there that are not famous who are better at certain things than the famous folks, but they'll never be noticed. And it's just so hit and miss in this world. You either hit it and you get it um, or you don't. And unfortunately, that's just that's just fucked up. That's the truth, though. Um, So, you know, it's just. uh, It's just different. You know what I mean? It's different. I don't know. it's hard to answer. You know what I mean? I just don't know. You can't say you could be something that you're not because I don't know if I would have had the platform. I wouldn't have wrote a book. You know what I'm saying? I, I was I was determined to get a whiskey line. I was going to start try to do that regardless of how I could have. How could I have done it? I don't know. But I would have fucking fin- figured a way out just like I figured something out the rest of my life and everything else I've done. I would have figured a way to get the whiskey. But writing a book, I doubt it. Who would have wanted to read my book? Nobody. Now it becomes a number one bestseller on Amazon. And I'm like, how, who could have ever imagined that? Somebody may, reading my book. And uh, so it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Um, so that's a good question, Lucy. I just don't know what I would have been. You know, my dad was a mechanic. I didn't want to do that. My dad drove, drove trucks. I didn't want to do that. Um, so I knew right away. My mom was a nurse. I didn't want to do that. Um, one of my brothers went into the Air Force. I didn't want to do that. Different generation. I was different. I was younger than them. Um, it was a little different. So, I don't know. Uh, 
Here's a question I got uh, on Twitter or on Instagram, one of them. What advice would I give to a college graduate entering the real world? I thought that was a good question. Um, what advice would I give to a college graduate entering the real world? Well, I don't know what degrees has or she has or what, but I would go in and the advice I would give you is to understand that we're in a results-oriented life. And this is a hands-on experience-based life. It's not, you're not going to succeed because of the degree you got. Not in this world, not anymore. Nah, that's just my humble opinion. I don't believe you are. I think you're going to have to get your hands dirty on whatever it may be. It could be hands dirty on YouTube. It could be hands dirty on Instagram, doing fucking IG modeling. I don't know what it is. But all I do know is... um, it is a results-oriented life, and I just want you to understand that. That would be my piece of advice. You're either going to fail or you're going to succeed. There's no middle ground. There's no gray area. You're going to win at life based on who you know, not necessarily what you know, and who knows you. It's not going to be um, not necessarily who you know, because there's a lot of people that you guys know, but it doesn't mean shit. You know Bezos, <laughs> uh, Bezos, whatever his name is for Amazon. He don't know you though, so there's a that's the difference. You know, um, who do you know that is influential enough to get you and catapult you to a um, successful life? So um, there's only very few. There's very, very, very few um, successful people that grind from the bottom and make it. That's the key that a lot of you don't understand. A lot of people out here that you see are handed a lot of things. A lot of people inherit a lot of the successes that we see. There's not too many fucking billionaires out there actors out there even lawyers that aren't heirloomed in their daddy was a lawyer their daddy was a producer their daddy was a fucking director their daddy was an actor so guess what you do how about the coaching world you know how many fucking coaches coach and how many sons make it to the league or division one because of who their daddy is them motherfuckers would never have made it without their daddy being in the profession. You know how many shitty motherfucking coaches I know that have major famous daddies in the profession? Oh, I'm not going to say no names, but there's a shitload of them. Um, so, I don't know. You know, that's my advice. Understand, there's, you're going to be judged on success or fail. And uh, hopefully you can succeed. And there's just understand there's no gray area and nobody gives a fuck. So I would say all gas, no brakes. Fucking put the metal to the pe- metal, pedal to the metal and go. And quit looking backwards. And if you fuck up, don't look back. Because we ain't going that way. That'd be my advice. Um, someone said it's a slapdick whiskey headed to Massachusetts. It is. Hopefully it'll be in New Jersey, New York by the uh, summertime. Um, hopefully it's in Massachusetts as well. Um, but I'll let you stay tuned, but right now you can order it online, uh, coachjbstore.com. So make sure you can go over there. Um, my top three, I'm reading these live, so I haven't 
had time or even I didn't want to answer them pre-show. I want to answer them during the show because I'm a realist and I want to be able to be real with the questions and answers. Um, so if I go slow, it's because I got to think about it a little bit, which I think makes it better. Um, my top three qualities in a leader or uh, in a leader, coach or player. So my top three qualities as a leader, whether a coach or a player, well, they're, they're different. Those two things are, are completely different in my opinion. Um, Allen, for instance, let's just take Allen in, in the chat who played for me. Allen wasn't a vocal guy. You know what I'm saying? Allen was revered by his peers as uh, uh, they loved Allen. He was talented, athletic, and throw it. But he was quiet, humble. Um, he led by his actions being a good fucking human. Um, some guys lead by hoorah. You know what I mean? But you also have to be able to back that hoorah up by being a player, by being a dude. So... That is kind of the that's kind of the deal on that. Everyone's a little different um, in in regards. See, coaching, you have to be energetic. You got to be able to demand excellence. You have to be able to lead and get others to follow your lead. Um, you got to get guys to run through a wall. You have to be, um, you know have the it factor as a leader that people know you're genuine and you're fucking sincere and they'll follow you. Player coach is completely different as far as qualities go, but everyone has certain qualities that can carry over. Some players have qualities. Allen has qualities that can carry over to being a coach in some type of regard or another. He can be a coach. He can be, you know, a great play caller. He, you don't have to be a, a big yeller or hoorah guy if you're a very good XO guy or analytic guy nowadays in this generation. Every quality is different. Everyone possesses different ones. Um, but the three that I look for in a coach, first of all, um, is loyalty, number one. You have to be loyal or I will never fuck with you. And if I ever got a job again coaching, um, the interview process is going to be so fucking immaculate that I'm going to make sure um, that you are loyal guy. And um, that's number one quality for me. Number two quality would be uh, grinder. You got to be a grinder, man. You got to be, you have to outwork me because nobody outworked me when I coached as a coach. You have to be able to outwork me if you're ever going to be me or better than me. You have to be uh, a grinder. And I use that term loosely, uh, grinder. Uh, it, it's in every aspect of the game. In life as well. Grinder goes through life, in my opinion. You got to be a fucking grinder in life. Um, so I don't give a fuck what it is. If you're a YouTuber, a fucking IG model, or a fucking mechanic, you got to be a grinder. Um, the third quality um, for me would be <sighs> see in, in football if we're just talking football recruiter has to be in in there <laughs> you got to be a fucking recruiter but since recruiting doesn't go into every part of life uh, if you're a fucking businessman or something or woman i would have to say um 
You'd have to be personable. That would be a huge quality that I would like to see. You got to be personable. You have to have some type of trait. You can't be the guy out there that everyone hates and you think you're good by just being that asshole and no one likes you. Like, see, I've earned the right to be an asshole. And I'm still going to have the relationship with my players because I have that effector. I know too many young coaches now who think they're a hard ass and they want to be this hard ass. And they're hated by not only the staff, but their players like no other. That guy's not going to succeed. I'm just going to be honest with you. You can be an asshole, but you better have a little bend in there in what you do with those kids, number one, and then what you do with those coaches in the assistant rooms other and away from the fucking head coach. That is just, those three things right there are huge qualities that I look at, uh, look for. Player-wise, it's qualities. Hardworking. I, I, you, I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, number two would be self-motivating. You have to be a self-starter, self-motivator, or I can't fuck with you. And then number three, um, you got to have high character. You got to have high character. Um, yeah, once you lose the, I agree, Alan. Once you lose the team as the head coach, you're done, brother. You gotta, you gotta retire. You gotta quit right then on the spot. Um, one of the questions I got was Duke or North Carolina. My gut tells me I'm gonna go with Duke because my my heart, I guess, not my gut. My heart tells me Duke's gonna win for Coach K. My heart tells me North Carolina is a longer, more gritty team right now. But both are playing very, very well. So I'm going to go with my fucking heart. And I'm going to roll with Duke on this one. Just because I'm trying to be happy-go-lucky going into the weekend. I'm going to try to pick my man Coach K to win it. Go to the finals. Um, I got a question. How dominant would Shaq be in today's game? I think Shaq would dominate basketball like no other in today's game. Because there's no other real centers. So if that's the real question, there's no other real centers. Now, there could be a combative question to it. Hey, um, the game's fast now. It's tempo. All the centers are athletic wingmen. Shaq couldn't play in this. But see, you got to still, at the end of the day, you have to take Shaq and put him in the post. Somebody has to fucking guard him. (laughs) I think Shaq would foul everybody out. What are you going to do? How are you going to guard Shaq? Well, who's Shaq going to guard? That doesn't matter because Shaq's going to fucking go down there and foul you out. Shaq's going to go down there every time. And you can say, all right, well, we'll outrun Shaq and score on the wing. That's fine. But see, on offense, on our end, we're going to slow the game down and we're going to get a foul on one of you guys every time. So I just think Shaq would dominate this game. Um, my take on KD, well, you already know I think he's a bitch. I don't like KD. I don't like Kyrie Irving. I don't like James Harden. I'm going to talk about that later on. But I think KD demanding that fucking he has his jerseys retired at other fucking uh, places is unbelievable to me. That just gives you the gives you an insight on how fucking enabled we are nowadays. How fucking enabled we are. Um, it's unbelievable. Um, I, I don't compare Giannis and Shaq at all. See, some people might do it. I don't. I don't. I don't think you can even compare Shaq to Giannis. They're completely different. 
Shaq wasn't shooting any type of jumper. Even though Giannis is getting better at shooting jumpers, he has a shot. He can he can actually execute a shot. Shaq wasn't executing no shot. Shaq wouldn't even dare shoot. So they're t- completely different. Um, how much time did I spend with quarterbacks on mechanics in the film room? You know what? It that's a question that changes as the level of position of your coach, uh, a coaching title. So as the head coach, Alan will tell you, the first year I spent more time with them in the film room than I did the second or third year because I hired, I tried to hire OC. I tried to hire certain people to get the, some baggage off of me to, to allow me to be the best head coach I could be. But 2016, me, Alan, and JB would watch a lot of film. We'd get in there every night. We'd get in there in the mornings. We'd watch a lot of film. But mechanically speaking, I would like to correct those things on the field during certain drills that I did after we watch it. And I would like to correct it on the field. It's hard to correct mechanics on the film room, in the film room, because you can hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it. But unless you do it, do it, do it, do it, it's never going to change mechanically. So I can sit up here all day long and put the red dot on fucking Lamar Jackson and tell you why he's not dragging his back foot, slapping the back wall. Why is his fucking release so his platform low? Why is it drop? I can tell him that all day. Until I go out on the field with him and put a strap on his elbow and I pull on his back and I fucking work on certain things, it's all it's all muscle memory. It's all... Chalk it, talk it, walk it. Too many people hand out handouts and think that's going to get this. It's not. This ain't the 70s and 80s, dog. These kids nowadays need to see it and do it. Um, so uh, as far as talking about it in, on a film, not a lot of mechanical. We, do, we did more things about reading coverage, where the ball should go, when the ball should be out your hand. We watched those things on film. We're not really worried about mechanics on film. We're going to coach that up on the field. Um, I, I got so many questions, but here's the last one I'll answer. Did I ever coach a kid I didn't think would be good and ends up being good? That's a good question. Um, I've had a few of those, man. I've had a few of those quite, uh, kids, to be honest. You know, maybe the, the, the most rewarding ones are when you get a kid that another coach recruits and you don't think he's going to be good, and you kind of look at that coach like, who the fuck you bringing in? And I, le- I let you have a few scholarships, for instance, that I didn't really need. Let's say I gave my running back coach a few extra uh, scholarships. Okay, go get you a guy. Um, and he brings him in, and I look at him like, man, that motherfucker's shitty. And he ends up being a dude. Those are the most rewarding ones because then you can you can give the coach some ownership and say, hey, man, this is a good thing. Now, sometimes I knew this guy had potential, but I would still talk shit to the coach and act as if he didn't. And then I wanted to see the coach coach him up and see if he can get that kid to run through a wall for him since he recruited him and gave him a scholarship. That is part of ownership in the coaching management um, tree, so to speak. You kind of want to do those things as playing some mind games on your assistant coaches to get them better and understand that, hey, you do have it. You do recognize personnel and talent. So be confident in it. Um, So, you know, um, 
So you know, it's it's interesting. Um, Slapstick of the day for me to me is 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 James Harden. Um, James Harden is a team killer. He is not good in the clutch. He is a one on one player. He is a very very selfish individual. Continues to chase the so called ring, the elusive one at that. And now he has 76ers, his fourth team in arms, and has Embiid questioning Doc Rivers. Now Doc Rivers turns around and questions James Harden last night. And it is a locker room shit show. I think this is where Doc Rivers struggles. I think that James Harden is a cat that I would never sign or trade for. I wouldn't give him a score to piss. He's a great individual one-on-one player. If we're at the park, he is an all-time great at that. Um, I don't think he has the it factor. I don't believe he is one of these greats that could help elevate other players, and I think he is a shitbird in the locker room. I don't believe his game. I don't believe he is solely focused on winning. I think he just wants to go and look pretty and chase these different teams that, that suck his dick. Because Brooklyn wouldn't suck his dick, so he wanted out. He wanted out of Houston because him and Westbrook shared the rock too much. He wanted out of fucking OKC because he wanted to be the man. Just think about if he wasn't so selfish. Him and KD and, and Russell in their prime could have won some titles in OKC just so you fucking understand. But guess what? He didn't. He got out of fucking OKC because he wanted to be the guy. He wanted to be this fucking star. He is a fucking cancer locker room team killer. And he is not the fucking guy you guys think he is. Um, I bet you James Harden don't make the finals ever. Want to bet Isaac's Lord? Whatever your fucking name is. Become a member. Shut the fuck up. Um, I'm going to interrupt change up the scenario here on the show um i'm gonna talk about my top five receivers dead or alive i'm gonna talk about my top five receivers i want to get in i got three top five dead or alive segments today because it's fearless friday i'm gonna do my top five quarterbacks i'm gonna do my top five receivers and i'm gonna do my top five cartoons that's what i'm gonna do today and i'm gonna segregate them kind of in the mix of each of the show um, but my, so I want to make sure I explain myself to all the audio listeners, all the people, viewers in here. We got over a hundred people in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. I want to make sure you understand that this is my opinion. It is my rationale. It is my viewing expertise on who I pick and why. It has nothing to do with all the fuckers that come on Twitter and talk shit and hate and all this stuff, right? It's Fearless Friday, guys, okay? Don't be afraid to tell your fucking, to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. I'm going to get into it in a minute on why we are so scared to, to say what's on our fucking mind because we're so worried about others' fucking thoughts. Fuck them. This is my top five list. All you can eat a dick if you don't like it. I don't give a fuck. You don't have to like my top five list. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck if you like my top five. Um, but 
I want to make sure you understand that. Be yourself, dog. Go fucking speak what's on your mind, in your heart, coming from your nuts. Let your nuts hang, man. So I'm going to give you my top five receivers. This is my list. You don't like it? I don't give a fuck. So I don't even need to see your comments about it. I don't care. I, I don't lose sleep because you think motherfuckers think I really sleep in bed. The sick, the guy that has six followers, by the way, on Twitter really thinks that I'm in bed at night and I'm like this. Fuck, man, that dude with six followers. Fuck, he hated my list, man. What could I do to appease that dude? Do you guys understand you'll never please all these motherfuckers? You're going to have to make a fucking executive decision at some point in your life that is going to be an unpopular one. So why not just let your nuts hang and do you? Stop fucking worrying about these sorry motherfuckers. They all have fucking opinions because that's what they do. They envy you, the person that actually lived it. So fuck them. Here's my top five. Jerry Rice, number one. Give it up. Jerry Rice was a crisp and detailed route runner who will outwork everybody. I still think he would do the same thing in today's game because today's game so much softer. Jerry Rice was only a 4'6 guy, but he had hands, he had routes, he was mentally tough, and he outworked everybody. He would outwork you until you quit. I still believe he would do that today. Michael Irvin, I think Michael Irvin was just a big physical fucking dude who was, uh, wasn't the crispiest route runner, but he had great hands. He used his body better than anybody that's possibly played the game uh, other than like Megatron or, or, or someone like that. Um, and Michael Irvin was a gamer. He showed up in big games just like Jerry Rice did. See, already Isaac's Lord. Where's Randy Moss? Where's Terrell Owens? They're in your mama, motherfucker. I just fucking told you why. See, can't even get out two people before you get these soft fucks that come out and start questioning your list. I just fucking discussed. Did I just not talk about this is my fucking list? Isaac's fucking Lord. Schultz will. Are you asking me where Terrell Owens is? motherfucker shut the fuck up this is my list god damn i just explained it and you got these fucking bottom feeders who are sitting here where's t.o where's moss they're fucking in your mama motherfucker i don't give a fuck where they are they're not on my list all right so let me explain it since i do not fucking feel obligated to do so but i'm going to do it all right didn't even finish the list, Alan. Unbelievable, right? Here's the reason I don't have Randy Moss. Because Randy Moss was just a vertical route runner, 6'5", great hands, but he did not have flawless hands. Randy Boss, Moss dropped a lot of fucking dig routes, a lot of curl routes, hit his ball, hit him in the chest because he was a deep ball fade runner. He was faster and bigger and longer than most. He dominated in that regard. He did not dominate in any other thing else. He wasn't a great route runner. He was tall. He couldn't get out of his brakes. He couldn't bend his knees. So if you want to talk coaching, motherfucker, let's talk. Until then, shut the fuck up. 
T.O. I thought T.O. was a shit bird. I think he was a physical specimen. I don't believe he was an all-time great. I don't believe he made other quarterbacks better around him. I think he fucking actually made Donovan McNabb worse. I don't believe he made him better. I think he declined faster than a lot of these other receivers did. And that's fucking why. Chris Carter, my number three receiver. Possibly the best hands, top three set of hands I've ever seen in my life. Um, great route runner. He was a student of the game. His FBI was off the charts. Football intelligence was off the charts. Um, and again, like I said, my personal best. By the way, Michael Irvin wore gloves later in his career. Um, so did Isaac and Marvin. But early on, none of these guys in this fucking room in this list wore gloves. Um, Isaac Bruce, just a fan favorite. I'm just a fan favorite. I also want to be, I also want to let you know, um, Tory Holt is very, very close to my top five. I'm just going to be honest because Tory Holt was somebody I threw the football to a lot. He was somebody that had, he, Tory Holt has the single best hands in fucking football history. I'm just going to be honest. Tory Holt has the best hands in football history. Um, the ball never crossed his face. The ball was always caught in front of his eyes. That means, so so all you guys, because I know all you commenting knows football better than me because you're so fucking good at this and you're a coach. I know you guys are coaches. But so when I say when the ball don't cross your face, don't let the ball cross your face, I know all you guys in here know what that means, right? So I'll just let you guys explain it. <laughs> So anyway, so I know you don't know what that means. So anyway, the ball, if it doesn't cross your face, you are very, very unique. You're very, very, you're very, very hand-eye coordinated. So if the ball, if you see a lot of people in this day, if you see a lot of receivers today dropping fucking footballs, it's because the ball crossed their face. Do you understand what that means? So running the route and the ball goes like this, drop. Well... It crossed your face. Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, Chris Carter, they never let the ball cross their face. They move their face in the ball. They move their face in the ball. They move their face in the ball. The ball never crossed their face. That's, that's why they were some of the best ball catchers in the history of football. Tory Holt was hard to leave off this list. But he didn't play long enough or have the statistics because of all the receivers that were on that great Rams team. Um, yes, Marvin Harris above Larry Fitzgerald. For the simple fact that... See, I, I weigh everything in on this. Um, I, I, I weigh in the fact that Larry was a big body guy who was a longevity, played a long time. Um... Uh, See, I have categories, man, to be honest. Like, I could I could come up with six, five receivers, um, a bunch of them, that I think can be categorized together. And then I can I can come up with a bunch of guys like Marvin Harrison, Torrey Holt, um, you know, the smaller guys, Steve Smith, Chad Johnson. Like, these are all great receivers that I've seen grow, growing up. You know, I can go back to Steve Largent, a cold, cold white boy. Uh, motherfucker was slow, and you couldn't fuck with him, though. 
right? Jerry Rice will tell you Steve Largent is the best receiver he ever saw. Um, fuck no. Juju's not even a receiver. Juju should be playing fucking safety in the NFL. Sterling Sharp. I love Sterling Sharp. I, I did, but I don't believe he... Sterling Sharp was the original T.O. Swole, yoked, was uh, used his hands. Um, Herman Moore, 6'5 guy. I would put Herman Moore in my big list with Larry Fitzgerald, Megatron, Andre Johnson. See how I can just talk off the top of my fucking head about every single receiver that ever fucking played the game? You guys don't even realize or even probably know about Mark Clayton and Mark Duper. Great receivers for Dan Marino in Miami. They were fucking dudes. They were hard to leave off this list. But there's five guys, okay? Marvin Harrison was in and out of the break. Used his hands similar to Torrey Holt. Had a longer career. More stats. Had more 100-yard receiving years than anyone. I like Marvin Harrison because of that reason. Over a Fitzgerald. But but to answer your question, Fitzgerald wouldn't be my number six guy. So, So he's not even... Close to uh, Larry Fitzgerald, maybe in my top ten, but because he, he played so long, but uh, you know, I don't know. That's my list. All you guys can eat a fucking dick up if you don't like it. Um, I'm gonna get to my top five quarterbacks here in a few minutes, and then I'm gonna end with my top five ca- uh, cartoons. Um, Tim Brown, I like Tim Brown. He was okay. Um, Ed McCaffrey, if you if whoever mentioned Ed McCaffrey should have his fucking dick cut off. Ed McCaffrey was a fucking role playing receiver who was maybe an overachiever, Cooper Cup uh, type, um, but he is nobody. If you even put Ed McCaffrey in the top one hundred, I would probably castrate you. Um, Bobby Wagner signs with the Rams, I believe. I believe that that just solidified the Rams as Super Bowl favorites once again. Um, I believe the Rams signing um, Bobby Wagner to a five-year deal, they'll probably get two to three good years out of him. I believe that is a huge signing. I believe the Rams just loaded up again. Um, the addition, See, quietly is kept. The Rams have made some great offseason moves with the receiver, Robinson, with this fucking pickup today, Wagner, the Rams are loaded. The Rams are loaded. I don't think he's washed, Eddie. Wagner was balling in Seattle. Seattle had no D-line, dog. So if you know football, if you don't have no D-line, it's hard to keep two 300-pound linemen off you. It's hard to keep two 300-pound linemen off you. And Wagner was taking on two 300-pound linemen every single day and every game, every Sunday. Now he's not going to have that. He's going to have fucking Aaron Donald in front of him and that D-line getting penetration. And watch, and you just watch. Watch Wagner have a fucking 200-tackle year because that motherfucker averages over 150 fucking tackles. That motherfucker's a ball hawk. He's similar to Ray Lewis as far as knowing where the football is. He's a student of the game. He's very, very uh, football savvy. Football intelligence. His FBI is off the chart. Just watch. Wagner's going to have a fucking hell of a year, and the Rams are probably now Super Bowl favorites. Um, so, um, 
Have you guys seen the story on Jerry Jones? So Jerry Jones, um, today, they found out that he had um, paid this so-called uh, estranged lover, baby mama, whatever you want to call her, $3 million to a woman who says she has a biological daughter of Jerry Jones. He also paid her full tuition at SMU. <laughs> and also gave her a $70,000 Range Rover. This girl, Alexandra Davis, is 25 years old. She's a congressional aide who filed a paternity lawsuit um, against Jones this month, last month, March. Cynthia Spencer Davis, who Jones met in 1995 when she was a ticket counter agent for American Airlines in Arkansas. Because Jerry's from Arkansas. And on numerous occasions, Jerry's lawyer said today that he made payments on behalf of Jerry Jones to Cindy and Alex Davis. And the lawyer, who's a longtime friend of Jerry Jones, basically said that they struck an agreement um, back in 95 paying her $375,000 cash and providing four monthly payments for child support, which ultimately totaled over $2 million. Jones has not acknowledged that Davis is his biological daughter and asked why he used the term child support in his statement. And Jerry said, I have to use the word child support is because that is what the agreement calls it. <laughs> um, so they also asked this Jay, Jones, are you the father? And Jack, the lawyer of Jones, said he paused for five seconds before saying, I'm not going to answer that one. My statement speaks for itself. So basically, this motherfucker... Tried to pay her off, still got hit, and now is still having to pay big money. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I, Jerry Jones, all these good old boy fucking dudes, man, they're all shysty and shady, dog. Now, do you have, having a kid out of wedlock, is that shady? I mean, to his wife, yeah. So, you know... I don't know the whole scenario. I'm not there. I told you guys, man. Billionaires get bored, dog. And when billionaires get bored, the first thing that comes to mind is their dick. Right? Because why not? These good old boy billionaires are so enabled and fucking egotistical that they think they can do anything they want. So guess what? I should have as much pussy as I want. I think I could go get whatever I want. Any piece of pussy I want. Dog, Robert Kraft, Jones, the owner of the fucking Redskins, the motherfucker for fucking Sean Khan at Jacksonville, they're all fucking weirdos that we know of. We're only seeing the small reports. We're only seeing the small details. Just imagine how many other things are out there on these motherfuckers that we'll never know about. How many NDAs do you think females signed going into their hotel rooms and shit? They're all fucking weirdos, dog. I'm telling you. 
They're all fucking weirdos and weird fucks. And uh, we'll never know, man. They're, they're billionaires. I mean, they do what they want to do. I mean, what are you going to do? It's a fucking you problem to me. <laughs> now, if you're a fucking weirdo pervert and you fuck with my daughter, you're going to have a me problem. But um, everyone that's crying over spilled milk, it's a you problem. So, my <laughs> Hey, um, anyway, that's just my opinion on the deal. So who knows? Um, no, I don't know. I told someone the other day, some girl posted on my shit and she was like, you know, you've had a rub and tug. I said, no, sorry. I haven't. I've never paid for pussy. And unless you consider me buying her. Taco fucking bail, then I would consider that as paying for pussy. See, I tell people all the time that these egotistical dudes think, I never pay for pussy. Yes, you have. Quit lying. You've taken a girl to eat. You've taken a girl out for drinks. You've taken a girl to Taco Bell. You've taken a girl to Burger King. You've taken a girl any fucking where you've taken a girl. You've cooked for a girl. You've done something that has cost money. Stop lying to everyone and yourself. You've paid for pussy either subconsciously or consciously. You've paid for it, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. So now that I've cleared that up, and now all of you fucks know that you've paid for pussy... Please, everybody in the room, raise your hand that has paid for pussy. Please all raise your hand, because you all have raised your hand. So shut the fuck up. You've taken them to the movies. You've uh, Some of you motherfucking simp motherfuckers pay their rent, buy their car note, pay their insurance. I know half you motherfucking men in this room paid for motherfucking their cell phone bill. I guarantee it. You pay for their cell phone bill. You bought them nails. You got their manicures and pedicures. How many of them motherfuckers bought, got their pedicures and manicures? Shut the fuck up. You know damn well you motherfuckers pay for their nails and shit. So you already know. Look at everybody raising their hand. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers, man. Uh, Hector over there like, uh, I guess in a way I did. <laughs> Oh, shit. And then you know damn well, uh, look at everybody. They, uh, I just gave my girl $700 a second ago. See what I'm saying? Shit. Oh, the Brian Martinez. He, he, he got to be the first. He got to be. He going to hold on. I knew there would be one person in the room. He has to hold on to being, uh, you know, he wants to hold that masculinity in. He he, he got to be the hard one. I, I, I never paid for no girl shit. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. You know damn well. You just pay for your girl's internet to keep stayed on. Shut the hell up. You know damn well you got your girl's hair did. Stop lying to your fucking self, Brian Martinez. Um, it kills me, man. See, all you guys, you guys don't think about the little subconscious shit back there. Motherfucker act like he ain't, I ain't never paid for no pussy. Shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Let me ask you this. How many of you got COVID in this room? 
and ate some pussy for the simple fact that you couldn't smell it or taste it, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. I bet you motherfuckers was the pussiest eating motherfuckers once you got COVID in this motherfucker. <laughs> Ooh, shit. They couldn't smell it or taste it, so it was all good to you. That could have been the worst pussy in America. That shit might have smelled like balls, dick, and pussy times three, and your motherfucking ass was nose deep in that shit because you had COVID and you couldn't smell or taste shit, and your motherfucking ass was nose deep. You probably was in the asshole and didn't even know it. You I make my myself laugh sometimes. Uh, you, you, you motherfuckers was probably nose deep in some asshole and thought it was the pussy. Oh my god. You do understand if you didn't go in the room and look in the mirror, you might have had shit on your nose and not pussy juice, motherfucker. You do understand that, right? Because you understand you couldn't smell or taste shit. So you could have been in the asshole, had shit on your nose, and wiped it off thinking it was just pussy juice. <laughs> Holy shit, homie. You motherfuckers be fooling yourself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then didn't even care. That motherfucker wouldn't drink. They didn't want to do no fucking. Uh, they didn't want to gargle. They wouldn't even gargle with fucking Listerine. Because they th they feel that they didn't. They, they, they felt the pussy was so fucking. It smelled like. Hey, coach, this shit smelled like pineapple juice. It tastes like pineapple juice. Yeah, bullshit. I bet you go smell that shit now. Motherfucker be like, damn. What happened, homie? What damn girl? You had, you just got off your period or something? You had a bad week or a month or what? What you mean? <laughs> that bitch be like, what you mean? Oh snap! I was eating your pussy every day and it smelled like this. Oh shit! Oh my goodness! I, I've been asked to do comedy, but I just didn't. You know, I, I gotta ask a question though. It, 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 if if the fucking baby comes out of that same pussy. That smelt and tasted so bad. Is that baby affected in any way? Because <laughs> it did come from some bad pussy. I'm curious. Like, does that motherfucker smell like bad behind his ears and shit? Or whatever. If his feet first, I don't know. But is, is that bad? That motherfucker came from a bad environment, dog. Bad pussy is a bad environment. Eh, shit. The baby came from a bad environment. <laughs> oh, that shit's comical. Um. Anyway, I don't even know what happened. I don't know why we got there. Um, how we got there. I just be going places. I don't know how I did it. Um. Yeah, man, you girls, you gotta clean yourself. I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm sorry, beyond this, this rant, Lucy. I, I don't get it. If I, if I were to, Lucy, cover your ears, Lucy. If I were to stick my balls in a girl's jaws, and they, and I just came off playing hoop, and I was just hooping, and my balls were sweaty. 
I, I, I think of myself that I have great hygiene. I have great hygiene and I like being clean. But if I just hooped and as human nature, you have skin and skin gets sweaty and it has some type of taste to it. Right. Or smell. Right. I would hope to God a female would say, hell no, nah, you better go shower. Even though I know it ain't smelling that bad. Right. I have to ask why girls get offended when you ask them or tell them that your shit smells like straight badussy. Why does your pussy smell so bad? And how do you not know that that shit smells that bad? I gotta fucking know this question, Lucy. How do females really walk around and think they shit don't smell? And really be throwing it in your face like, here, eat this. Motherfucker, please. I smell that shit through your jeans in my car, motherfucker. You think I'm taking that shit out of those pants? Hell no. If I could smell your shit. Through a set of drawers, a thick-ass fucking jean cut, pants, or legging, there ain't no fucking way you're breaking that motherfucker out of that shit. You're keeping that shit in there, and I'm taking your fucking ass to the house, or somewhere, to the fucking clinic. Or is it just the fact that they don't know how to take care of themselves? and... Is that something that I don't know about? I, I got to add, I'm, I'm curious. I understand it is very much, I, I think it's harder to manage than a guy, right? Because our shit hangs outside. Your shit is internal. So I understand. That's why girls are late to the party as far as uh, when they get tested. They don't know they've had an STD for months because it is inside, all right? For all you scientific, biological, fucking biology people out here that don't know better, fucking males get symptoms faster than females when it comes to STDs. Now I have to teach that part of the class. So I just want to break, break that news to all you fucking ignorant Fucking retards. Okay, I want to let you know that. So women can be fucking multiple dudes. Now, this is when I call a girl a hoe. Now, you're fucking multiple dudes, but you got STDs. And you know you got STDs. Bitch, you know you got fucking gonorrhea. You know you got fucking, fucking herpes. You know you got fucking... Chlamydia, right? And you out fucking multiple dudes. That is when I call you a hoe. Now, if the second dude in line that just got a piece of that ass didn't tell her that her shit smelt like the first guy's balls, dick, and pussy, then you motherfucker got a problem. You got no balls to tell anyone anything. You have to let these females know that their shit is on fire and they need to go get a checkup and jump in a Listerine pool um, and let their shit soak. That is what you have to let them know. But you won't do it.
I'll be so quick to tell a motherfucker your shit stinks like a motherfucker, girl. I apologize before I tell you this, but I'm apologizing for the fact that I need to let you know that I'm about to take you home. Why? Because your pussy smells like dirty dish water with fucking hot dog water thrown in it. Motherfucker, you need to go jump in a ocean of Listerine and stay in that motherfucker until I tell you you can get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Holy shit. All right, moving on amicably. Um, once again, KD demanding that his jerseys be fucking retired at OKC and Golden State. Motherfucker, please. I wouldn't retire your jersey for shit. I wouldn't retire shit. Fuck your jersey. I wouldn't retire that motherfucker. I would burn that motherfucker like they did LeBron in Cleveland. Shit. That motherfucker's so soft. Last night, that motherfucker came out and said, I'm so much in pain. Everyone keeps running underneath me. First of all, homie, you're seven foot seven with a 19 foot wingspan. You look like Skeletor out there, motherfucker. You weigh 170 pounds and you're seven foot seven. People are going to fall under you when you jump, motherfucker. Because that's what it is. You're fucking an unorthodox freak of nature looking human. So, yeah, I would jump under you every fucking time too. I think KD's a fucking freak of nature. I think he's a hell of a player because of he's, he's a freak. He's, he's seven foot with a 19 foot wingspan and he can shoot out the gym. He can jump and dunk on you. He can do multiple things. But I watched the game last night for the first time watching. I wanted to see this team play. Kyrie Irving plays absolutely zero defense. He literally is so fucking enabled and selfish. Just watching this fucking cunt run around. He'll turn the ball over. He'll stay down there. Number one thing I observed. Number two, he turned the ball over again and then fucking jogs back. If you watch Golden State last two nights ago play Phoenix, should have beat him. Uh, Draymond Green turned the ball over and fucking turned and sprinted. And guess what he did? He caught the motherfucker and blocked him. Because effort plays are unfucking. They're not stats. They don't do stats. They don't take stats on effort plays. And effort plays are the Iguodalas of the world who, who fucking makes play after play in the finals. Effort plays, even the LeBron who came and blocked Iguodala, and that, that ended up winning them a title. If you look at it, that play itself really won them the game. Because if Iguodala makes that bucket, Kyrie's three don't matter. So, I'm just keeping it real. Um, you gotta get a new bank account, homie. What do you you seen? You, you've heard Kevin Hart, right? The way my bank account works, Mike will. You motherfucker, you 
YouTube don't take EBT cards, motherfucker. So don't try to use EBT for my $1.99. You fucks. You motherfuckers better stop using EBT and go get you a fucking real ATM card, motherfucker. You can go rent a fucking one of those pay-to-go cards. You just fucking put money on them, motherfucker. Come on, homie. This motherfucker trying to use EBT to be a member on YouTube. Motherfucker, please. Come on, homie. <laughs> Go get you a real ATM card, homie. Go get your girl. See, again, don't pay for pussy. Bullshit. You need to go get your girl some fucking nails so she can put her fucking ATM card in use and get you this fucking 199 homie. Come on, dog. God damn. Um, <laughs> motherfuckers is trying to use fucking EBT, homie. You can't use no EBT card. I don't take food stamps, wick, or fucking milk, homie. I need the dollar ninety-nine, dog, and I'll make this show the best for you. I'll fuck around and get you a bottle of whiskey one day, or a book, or a hoodie, or something. If you could, if you could get a fucking trivia question right, you might win one of these motherfuckers. But see, if you're from the hood, Pete, if you guys are from the hood, TJ. You got to answer this question for all my hood cats. All right? Josh, Fele, you got to answer this. How many of you from the hood got EBT and you stood in the long line and you went and got the fucking wick card? How many of you got the cash instead of the card? Instead of the wick, the stamps, the money? This is a huge indicator on if you're really from the hood or not. Because if you took the cash... You're not from the hood, motherfucker. You took the cash as being stupid, and you got money. You came from money. Josh took the cash. I knew he did because he's from Oceanside. A motherfucker tried to tell me the food was good the other day. I knew that Josh took the cash. See, in Compton, you took the fucking longevity. You took the fucking wick you took the milk the eggs the reoccurring items you took the card you didn't take the cash the cash was done and you're over with and the cash if you went and got cash on your ebt card and asked for cash you might have got denied in line at the fucking ebt so you got at the county office, you might have got denied. That's why we went in there and acted like we were in the street and we needed the card, man. We need the card, man. We need these stamps. We need the fuck. See, I was an old school stamp guy. And then we was doing the hustle of selling our stamps on the, in the hood. We were sell stamps to the homies. See, then it became a card. See, the EBT card came out way later, way later. So... My bad, dog. You know, I'm just keeping it real. Juan, appreciate you. All right, let's get into my top five quarterbacks, all right? Because this is going to be another motherfucker. I can't wait to see where the fuck is Tom Brady? Where is Mahomes? Motherfucker, they in your ass. That's where they are. So this is my top five quarterbacks, all right? I know Alan's waiting to see this. I'm, um, And this is my opinion, motherfucker. This is my opinion on the quarterback play. And my, remember, let me, let me break some things down real quick to you. My quarterbacks 
is because I'm fucking older than a lot of you. I'm older than a lot of you Twitter fucking gurus. I'm older than a lot of people. I've seen different people play. And I think today's game is the worst quarterback play it's ever been as a whole. As a whole. So it is my opinion on these quarterbacks, okay? So you can take it or leave it. God damn. I got to do a disclaimer every fucking time I talk about a fucking opinion. All you motherfuckers have every opinion in the world, but I make one and it's fucking shit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Get ready to fucking hear this one. I should film this myself on my own phone and see how many fucks don't listen. And they're going to say, where the fuck is Patrick Mahomes? Oh, fuck. Here we go. Number one, Dan Marino. Here we go, Alan. I'm going to break this shit down for everybody so they fucking know why. Dan Marino, he was the innovator of the release. He was averaging less than 1.23 seconds on every time he released the football. So Dan Marino was an innovator. He was slow with his feet. He had the quickest release of all time. He had a strong arm. He was deadly accurate. And he was, in my opinion, the Michael Jordan of football. He started what you see now with Aaron Rodgers, Kurt Warner, Trent Green, any other quick football thrower of the release being quick was the beginning is Dan Marino. So if you don't know about Dan Marino, go watch Dan Marino. This is my this is my own list based on a multitude of things. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. He went as a rookie, never won it. So obviously he takes a knock. Now this isn't in specific but i'm just gonna keep it like this so i can take on more haters later on okay um i love the haters make my dick hard you know what i'm saying um number two the most accurate football thrower of all time in my opinion troy aikman 6'4 245 at the time played quarterback it is said that the footballs never hit the field of grass in practice the football never hit the grass in any practice um won three super bowls uh, in a very, very physical era, okay? These quarterbacks in this deal right here mostly played in a most very physical era. They had to get rid of the football. They had to throw the football in a very physical, accurate manner. They had to take chin shots. Aikman had more concussions than fucking him and Steve Young had as many concussions as anybody um, and still won three Super Bowls and was con- super accurate. John Elway. Another trendsetter, quick release, arm, can run, was athlete at the same time, uh, took shots. He was putting his body out there for uh, didn't care. He played um, with reckless abandonment, won a fucking Super Bowl finally by throwing his body out there, right? The famous getting flipped, um, spun in the air scene. Um Tom Brady, I put in there because of the, the the simple fact that he's won more Super Bowls than anybody. So I, I would be stupid not to put him on there, even though I don't agree with the... I think he runs and hides from competition. I think he's been the smartest human being ever to play the position on how he has managed to 
manipulate the system and get away with playing in the fucking AFC East for 20 years. That was the worst conference in football history. And then I believe he got transferred and left and went over to Tampa in another shitty conference. Then I think he retired um, for the simple fact he didn't want to take coaching from Bruce Arians or Bruce Arians resigned. And now the motherfucker ironically came back. So for that reason, I, uh, I don't have him in my like number one or two, but I do have him in my top five. Aaron Rodgers, the probably the greatest ball spinner of all time. Um, deadly with the fucking rock in his hands. I, he doesn't have that it factor as far as winning like Tom Brady has. Um, but as far as skill set wise, um, I believe he is the cream of the, the creme. He is the best ball spinner of all time. I could go on and on about quarterbacks. I just, you know, Peyton Manning is obviously a guy to come to mind. Joe Montana is obviously a guy to come to mind. Tom Bradshaw, I mean, Terry Bradshaw won fucking five Super Bowls. I mean, he's in the mix just because he also won in a very nitty-gritty era. Um, I love Jim Kelly. I love Warren Moon. I love fucking Steve Young, who was a lefty gunslinger. Um, there's been a lot of fucking great quarterbacks. I could talk about a ton of them. Brett Favre is in my list of, of would be up there. Um, I love Brett Favre. Him and Allen Iverson, to me, are the most pound-for-pound, rugged, and nasty players to ever play professional sports. Brett Favre and Allen Iverson, I think pound-for-pound, both of those guys uh, would play if you fucking... Brett Favre played and his daddy died that day. How many... And I was at practice, by the way, at Elac Juco the day my daddy died. But how many guys you think today would play if their daddy died. Not only did he play, the motherfucker threw for 400 yards on the Raiders on Monday night football. So, Eddie, shut up, Eddie. Eddie's funny as fuck. (laughs) Eddie's a real one, though. Troy Aikman didn't enter no fucking transfer portal, but he is, in essence, he did because he did transfer. He went from Oklahoma to UCLA. A lot of people don't know Troy Aikman is actually from L.A., even though he grew up. um, People don't realize that he grew up. He he played Cerritos Pop Warner here in Cerritos, California. Um, He he grew up here, and that's why he wanted to play in UCLA for for a long time. But... um, He did transfer because one of my lifelong homeboys. Hold on a second. Let me ask. Let me. uh, I'll be right back. This motherfucker's eating up my couch. Hold on one second. You'll cut your ass with me. You got the sweater vest. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, with the turtleneck. Turtleneck. Yeah. And just came off the yacht yacht shoes, huh? Yeah. So yeah, I was, don't let the smooth taste fool you. That's what people. So don't I, was, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, we were sitting at this table, or whatever, and I was like, man, just you know, go on, go on, because I try not to fight him. I really do. Yeah, I try yeah, not yeah. to. No doubt. Just because I know once that switch flips, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'm going to jail. Yeah. Or somebody's gonna try to sue me because I'm, I'm sure gonna, I'm gonna end up. Target. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm just gonna end up beating the fuck out of you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's it. Like I was. I've had a full stick cracked over my head before. Like, you know, I've, I've been knocked out. Come here! But, you know, yeah. it takes a good ass whooping to know yeah. how to give one. No doubt. So, no doubt. Um, but yeah, he just kept fuck with me. And I was like, all right. I, I sat down. I bought the... the... <sighs> Sit your ass down right here. You know better. See this fucking shit right here? Man. Callie, I know it ain't you. This fucking ass, dog. 
Oh, man. Ash went in there and grabbed my fucking rug and started to fucking eat it. You're back. Huh. He knows, too. This motherfucker. Um, anyway... That's my top five, man. Um, top five QBs in college, Alan? Shit. Um, I don't know, man. I, college is totally different. So, you know, there's been some great ones off the top of my head. I, if I had to think right now, shit, I think Lamar Jackson would be in my top five. Charlie Ward would be in my top five. I love triple options. So one of my best friends, Darian Hagan, would be in there. Um I don't know. There's a lot of guys, you know, Vince Young, maybe. Um, shit, you know. No, Manziel don't got to be in there, Mike Will. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, nah, Tony Banks didn't do shit at Michigan State. He's a Juco guy, but he didn't play no fucking. Uh, I love Pat White back in the day. Um, RG3 balled. I, yeah, but I didn't like him as a pro. I think he's a weirdo fuck. I never would put him over those other guys I mentioned. Quiet as kept. Scott Frost was cold at Nebraska. Um, if you go back and watch those films, there's a lot of fucking big-time QBs in college that, that would never make it in the NFL or play. Um, I, loved, I love Michael Vick like no other in college. Um, he was something special to watch back in the early 2000s. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard. That's hard to answer. That's hard to answer. Um, apologize, though. Uh, my fucking dog went in and ate my fucking... Um, I got some posters made, man. I got some posters made that are tight. Um to hang in some liquor stores. So if anyone if you if any of you guys know any liquor stores or anything like that that needs to that needs uh that would carry slapstick, I got some cold posters made. Peep this out. Look at that shit. That shit is hot. That shit is sexy right there. Um look at that slogan. Don't be one, drink one. Um those are coming soon posters by the way. So you can hang them up in a liquor store. If any of you guys can talk to any liquor store owners you know, I got posters. I'm going to start putting them up in windows. Um, but my poster game is kind of fly. Um, don't be one, drink one. That's the slogan. I also have another one made that says it's sold here. So this one is for if somebody already has it. Um it's sold here. So, both pretty cold. Uh, I got a guy that does graphics that's pretty hard. Pretty hard. So, yeah, I got posters if you guys want to ask anybody you know as you go to a frequent any liquor stores, ask them. They want to carry the poster, put it up in their motherfucking windows, and I'll get them some slapdick whiskey. Um, I got to get into uh, a couple things, all right? We're an hour and a half in here. Uh, let's be fearless. This is my topic of the night, my main part of this thing, okay? I got to ask you guys, and I want to know for real. Um, Tommy Fraser was cold. Joey Hamilton, uh, yeah, I remember Joey Hamilton back in the day at Georgia Tech. 
Uh, why are so many people afraid to speak up? I gotta be real with you guys. Why are so many fucking people scared to speak out and be themselves? I don't understand it. I don't know why. Say what you fucking feel. Please say what you feel. Um, I'm gonna. I gave you guys my top five wide receivers. Right away, we got motherfuckers. Where's T.O.? Where's Randy Moss? I said my top five, motherfucker. See, that's the problem. I gave you all my top five quarterbacks. That's JB's top five quarterback. You motherfuckers didn't get the vaccine. I don't give a fuck. I don't hate you. If you did get the vaccine, I don't give a fuck. I don't hate you. There's motherfuckers literally that will fucking castrate a motherfucker because he gave his five opinions on quarterback play. (laughs) Holy fuck, homie. I don't give a fuck. But I'm going to be myself until I die. We need more of that. That's what I'm all I'm saying. We need more of it. See, I don't agree with too much to lose. Like, what is to lose? What are you going to lose? I think you're fucking crippling every other person listening to you lie and bullshit. That is the part I disagree with as far as too much to lose. I don't think you do. But I'm going to talk about it. Um, We know these fucking idiots on social media are all going to have something to say. We know they're all going to say something. I'm the worst. Uh, You don't know shit. Uh, that's why you don't coach anymore. <laughs> I, I laugh, dog, that motherfuckers really take out the time of their day um, and come out and discuss things that they have no fucking clue about. And then they got, start getting personal with it. It's fucking comical, man. Um, but I'm like, dog, so what? That's the problem. Like, I'm like, so what? You rather give a fake opinion than use your gut, honest feelings. That's the life we live in right now. Um, you rather give fake fucking opinions to, like someone in here said, too much to lose. You truly rather give fake opinions than to tell the truth on really how you feel. How many of you, how many of you have had discussions and talked to somebody and you guys are talking and you're being yourself, you're at a cigar lounge or at the homie's house or at the bar and you're somebody of some type of, you have something to lose, so to speak. Let's say we're going to use your thing. We're going to, we're going to ask that. And, and you're in there like, hell yeah, dog, I wish I could say that shit. You're right. You know that Nick Saban and Ed Ogeron and fucking Lane Kiffin and Sark. Do you know they all have told me one thing in common? What have they all told me, do you think? What does everyone in here think that those guys of that scenario has told me? In my face. What do you think those guys tell me and have told me before and continue to tell me? What do you guys think it is? I'm waiting. I want to hear somebody tell me what do you think they told me after even the show came out. 
Mike Will, close, yes. Of course, they know that. They know me that way. Close, Josh. The Close, Josh. Close, uh, Dan Egan. No, what they said is, you literally said what we all wish we could say. Boom. That's exactly what they told me. JB, I appreciate what you do because you say what we all wish we could say. That's what the fuck they say. That's what they tell me. Because they all do it. They're just not filmed. They're not fucking filmed every single hour of the day. So... That's the problem. That's the fucking problem with perception. Perception is reality in this soft world that y'all living in. Because that's the problem. That is the true problem. Um, I'm always going to speak out, dog, and tell you my, on my opinion. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. Because um, I just can't. I, I just can't. Um, I said something earlier to myself. I forgot what I was going to say, but I I think I said I'd rather die with dignity than live a lie. I'd rather die with dignity than live a lie. That's just what I tell myself all the time. When I have to Look back and say, fuck. Um, is it really worth it? Is it really worth creating my entertainment value going like this and my coaching value going like this? My coaching value is lowering. My entertainment value is continuing to climb, right? Is it worth it? And I sit there and think about conversations I've had with my pops and different people, and I'm sitting there thinking like, Fuck, dog. My dad always said, don't kiss an ass. Do what you want to do, not what you have to do. And die with dignity instead of live a lie. I can't live a lie. I'm sorry. I just, I don't have it in me. Too many of us that we see on social media, too many of the motherfuckers that you follow on social media all live a lie. They're lying to themselves. They're lying to you. They're a fake facade. They're smoking mirrors. They're fucking the fakest humans. Half of them are these fucking media people. These guys that are calling a lot of these games are so bad. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just what I, I I truly believe that is what it is, and I think that we all fucking. None of us speak out anymore. We don't tell the truth. We don't speak out, and we can't fucking really uh, be ourselves anymore. That's just what it is. Um, we have transgender humans out here ruining our fucking girls' sports. Like, I'm a girl's dad, so it is the single worst thing in my life that I have witnessed in my life, along with flat-out racism, lying priests and politicians. It is right there with those things. 
Um, it is unbelievable. But if you say something, you'll be canceled. If you bring it up, they're going to try to cancel you. Um, so fuck it. I mean, the last time I checked, we will die with dignity or we'll live with lie. I'd rather die with dignity all fucking day long. And that's just what it is. Um, everybody in the, in the chat, we have a attention-seeking, dick-riding, ball-juggling person. His name is Josh Bishop. I, I have no idea. He's just talking in here. No, have anyone, have any of you noticed this guy, Josh Bishop, in the chat? He's just talking because he's a bottom feeder. He's probably somebody that I fucked his girl or took his girl. I don't know. I did something to him. Or he's just a 600 pound life dude that sits around eating donuts. He don't help nobody. He's just a fat fucking bitch that sits around and wishes he could be me. That's the guy that's in the chat right now. He's probably somebody that I know. Who knows who this fuck could be? He could be anybody from my own daughter to Natalie to somebody that they fucking made up to come in here. <laughs> it is unbelievable. They have no life, dog. They're the biggest bottom-feeding fucks in America. And these are the people you have to call out. You have to call these bottom-feeding fucks out. Because that's what they do. They, they need attention because they have no life. They've done nothing in their life. And they have to fucking come into your life. That's the problem with these fucks. So call them out. Like, let them know. They all, their, their whole lives, their, 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 their jaws, when they open their mouths to speak, their jaws are filled with balls. They have black balls, white balls. They got brown balls. They got hairy balls. They got shaving balls. They got sweaty balls. They have balls in their jaws. That's all they do. They juggle people's balls that are bigger than theirs because that's what they wish they had. It's called small dick syndrome. And see, he hasn't said anything back in a while because he got made and then he got out of here. <laughs> I, I don't even want to block him, Joey. I want to. I want to hear him talk because, you know, People give away who they are. If you don't know the real. See, motherfuckers are so fake and phony that they will give away who they are if they talk enough. So this person's being smart because they know if they talk too much, they're going to realize, oh, fuck, JB knows who I am. I, of course I know who you are. You're a cunt's cowardly bitch that won't say shit to anyone in their face. And they're going to hide behind YouTube and make up a name and... You, you you got cunt in you. I'm sorry. Whether you're a man or a female, you have a lot of cunt in you. Um, so, I just... Yeah, it's soft, dog. Eddie, holy fuck, it's soft. I mean, these motherfuckers... This is the motherfucker that their mom and daddy paid all their student loans off. They bought them a fucking car. <laughs> um, oh, man. That motherfucker disappeared. I haven't blocked him or nothing. He disappeared and uh, haven't heard from him. So, now I blocked him. 
So anyway, transgenders ruining fucking female sports. I I believe that's truly the thing. They're ruining girls' sports. Kudos to the Oklahoma governor who put in the bill that if you're born with a dick, you can't play girls' sports. Um, So, you know, that's what it is. Um, Last time I checked, we all are allowed to use our First Amendment rights. And that is freedom of speech. That is to protest government, right? That's media rights. They have the fuck them fucking shitbirds have the right under the First Amendment, man. Freedom of speech. They could do shit like that. It's fucking crazy. Hector, good shout out. You must have won some DraftKings last night, fucker. Uh, shout out. You got twenty bucks. Fucking, I fucking lost last night. All three games. Um contest i entered appreciate you um we can't speak on lgbt communities we can't speak on it first i have to say the last i checked we all have the same first amendment rights okay um as you fucks have lb lgbt (laughs) q whatever the fuck it's called um so I can't speak on it, but y'all can. You can say anything you want. Do anything you want. You could go walk down the street, tongue kissing and shit. Two dudes. You got me fucked up. Now nah, I'm just going to keep it real. You got me fucked up. First Amendment rights also give you the right to fucking petition the government. All right. Um, correct or correct. Thank you. So. Why the fuck ain't we protesting transgenders participating in women's sports? Why aren't we using our First Amendment rights to speak out, A, as fathers to our daughters, brothers to our sisters, sons to our mothers? Why aren't we out there protesting and dudes participating in women's fucking sports? I don't see it. I don't hear it. But if I talk on it, I get canceled. Makes sense. Hey, cancel Dave Chappelle, right? Let's let's cancel him because he talks about it. Like, homie, I'm so over this shit, dog. I, it, it fucking blows my mind. Jeremiah, I appreciate you, dog. It, you didn't win, but you got money. Your, your wife has is the breadwinner, and you fucking bow down, and you know that Taco Bell makes a happy wife and a happy life. So shout out to Jeremiah. He recognizes real, recognizes real. Lucy, come on, Lucy. So you know what you guys need to do? Everybody in here needs to just send 20 now because everybody set the bar. So everybody in here send 20 bucks now. <laughs> uh, Lucy, appreciate you. Um uh, Talk shop, what up? Uh, I appreciate everybody, man. I can now ship the fucking whiskey because that's what it's going to cost me to ship the whiskey for fuckers that won something. So call me. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> 
And you cannot use EBT or food stamps. Slap dicks. TJ. Um, I got Why the fuck won't you speak your mind and tell everybody this is who the fucking quarterbacks I like are? Eddie Manyweather, you sent me $19.99, homie. See, the most hood motherfucker in here from Watts would also only send $19.99. He didn't send... See, the mother motherfucker sent $20, Eddie. You only sent me $19.99, dog. Oh, dog, you guys are too kind, brother. I appreciate you, Eddie. Uh, Aaron Easy, you guys ain't got to send no $19, dog. Much love to you guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, Eddie still is not a member, though. But Eddie has spent more money than anybody in this fucking chat. And you guys... Still understand, Eddie is not a fucking member, right? Much love to Eddie, dog. What's up, baby? Um, much love to you guys. Uh, I'm going to put the chat in here. Eddie, you want to call in, Eddie? Shit. Uh, I'm going to put the chat in here. I'm going to put the link to the chat. In the room, in the in the chat. So go in there and check the link. The link is right there. I think I put it in twice the first time I fucked up. Um, I put it in the chat right there. Um, right, Colinator? No doubt, Colinator. Why aren't you a member, dog? Um, Mike will in there clowning Aaron Easy for spending twenty. See, it's always the motherfucker that don't spend the money that want to talk to shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jeremiah, what up, man? Thanks for the 20 bucks. Hey, coach. I was just trying to cheer you up. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Why can't I bring my wife into it, coach? I don't Come know. I, 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 always talk, I always hear you say, hey, my, my, I got money. My wife's got money. I'm good. Hey, you know what it is, coach. Like, she tells me this all the time because I could go make six figures fucking shooting motherfuckers overseas and shit. No right. problem. But she, uh, she's like, no, fuck you. You worked your ass off for twenty five years, and and now let me handle the shit. And she does, coach. Hey. She, you know what, man? She's so, she's fucking incredible. Let me just say this: she started as a fucking bank teller, and she's a senior vice president. Yeah. She worked her fucking ass off, hey. and she's home today. She's home today. So she's working oh. from home today. So oh, yeah. hey, you I wanted to ask you because I really thought you might talk about this shit. Did you see the report about the fucking commanders, the Washington football team, whatever? Dan Snyder, yeah. two sets of books, two sets of books. Could Congress's investigation pivots to, uh, you know, maybe like uh, like like they would investigate the fucking mob on this motherfucker? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, legit reporting from from FrontOfficeSports.com. AJ Pierce and I know uh, Florio talked about it on Pro Football. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Um, a buddy of mine sent me that early this morning but that's crazy uh they don't get money dog that that shit changes things real quick and the nfl has a good relationship with the government because yeah. of, obviously the government's probably getting more tax dollars off the nfl than any other well entity. they have that exemption for antitrust too coach so they can make five billion dollars in tv fucking money uh, so yeah i mean you i think for a long time people didn't realize the nfl was a non-profit which oh, that oh, shit, yeah. that, that, what a fucking joke that was. Yeah, all, well, all nonprofits yeah. are fucking the the biggest money making fuckers in the world. Shit, 
Yeah, that was the bowl. I always thought the bowl system was the biggest bunch of fucking bullshit. They exploit the fucking college students, but don't pass that fucking money on to those kids. Oh, you can't get money, but this motherfucker can get 350 grand for running the fucking who gives a shit dot com bowl. Yeah, and, it's, and NCAA is the biggest one of all of them. They're the biggest yeah. scammers of all of them because they got kids involved, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a crazy deal. It's a, it's a fucked up deal. Kudos to you, though. I appreciate you. No, no worries, Coach. Um, we'll get that whiskey up here too, man. I still haven't heard back from that guy. I'm gonna fucking be knocking on their fucking door. I'm gonna try to. Path. I'm gonna try to get it. Uh, I'm gonna try to get it. Andrew Garcia became a member. Shout out. I'm gonna try to get that shit to Alaska, man. I'm gonna reach out to my distributor and see if we have anything that we can bring into there. Well, I cc'd you on that email too to that guy. Brown Jug is the biggest distributor here. I mean, there's Odom Corporation too. I know some people over there. Are they a so, distributor or a liquor store? So. Uh, Brown Jug is a liquor store, but Odom is the distributor. I could I didn't reach out to the distributor, but usually it helps if you get the request through the liquor store first. Yeah, because people are looking for it. You know, uh, the gal told me I picked up this ocean vodka that's from Hawaii. Yeah, and she goes, "Yeah, that's people ask for it because you know there's actually a lot of people from Hawaii that live here. So yeah, right. you wouldn't you wouldn't understand why that fucking is, but." No. Yeah. Did you, uh, I wanted to ask you too, cause you were talking about Bobby Wagner. He's 31. I mean, he has almost 1400 career tackles. Guy averages like 140 tackles a year. Uh, I thought the miles Jack was a sneaky good one, man. I always think that didn't he play for UCLA too? My, yeah. Miles Jack's from uh Seattle area. Yeah. Blue. Uh, he, yeah. He's Seattle area. He's a, yeah, he's a baller, man. Um, I think Tomlin picked him up for the Steelers. He's 26 years old. I'm like, dude, their defense no, was already yeah, nasty. He's young. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's young. Oh, Marcus and Collinator. There you go, Collinator. We're awesome. getting a bunch of shout out getting to a bunch you. of members. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I wore all the For the Brand shit to fucking uh, Pat. support our guy Pat, who's at WrestleMania this weekend. Oh, yeah, weekend. no doubt. Yeah, I retweeted it to him for you. Um, that was awesome. I saw that, Coach. That's way Ryan cool. B., what up? North Carolina in the house. Who you got, Duke or North Carolina? Uh, it's a toss-up, Coach. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the softball answer. Toss-up, yeah, yeah, man. They they beat each other's brains out during the year. So, but I think whoever wins, they're gonna use up all their mojo Saturday night. Won't have anything on Monday. I mean, it goes that way for for. I think it goes that way for uh, Villanova KU too, though. They're, well, Villanova's got a uh, best player out. They only run six yeah. players, so I think Kansas is going to run through them. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, Jay Wright is a hell of a coach. I like him. I think he gets the most out yeah. of those guys. I'm I'm curious to see Villanova. I, I think it's going to be a, gl- a game to the wire. <clears throat> I uh, hope Villanova gotta, wins, but I agree with with their best player being out. That's going to be tough. I got a, I got a question for uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. Hey, man. I know you've heard this, man. You sound like Artie Lang. Oh, no, I never heard that, buddy. He's from the yeah, Northeast. The way your voice comes through. Oh, yeah, you're right. He does okay. sound Artie Lang. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I can but, say uh, one thing. I don't, have, I don't have one thing in common with Artie Lang, other than we both root for the New York football giants. So that's hey, what, it. What's yeah. he do now? I have no idea. What happened to that motherfucker? He, hey coach, he's been in and out of rehab quite a bit. He's kicking it. He's still doing shit. He's, uh, really? You can follow him on Twitter. I can't, I think his, uh, Twitter is like Artie Quitter. Yeah. Really? But he's, yeah, he looks rough though, because he's had the, I mean, his nose looks like it was punched by Mike Tyson because he was fucking doing so much blow. 
Damn. Yeah. I didn't know right. that. Hey, Coach, question for you. Yep. Hey, hey, look, man, as a fan, tell me how I can tell good coaching versus just really good players. Hold up, dog. Joey B just became a fucking member finally. I got I don't even know, I don't even <laughs> oh, know what to do. Oh, like, Joey B! What do you gotta I do get him that? It's more you than all a, you had to do is donate a bunch of twenty dollars, coach. That's more than like that's more than um than an applause though, and I don't know if I have anything worthy. I'm gonna call him a slap dick. You is slap dick, pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. Joey B, who who just talks about fucking porn all day, uh, appreciate it. Finally, finally nutted up, man. Eddie Mayweather became a member, homie. Oh way! Eddie, this is a fucking fearless Friday. What the coach. fuck was going on, Eddie Mayweather, man? That's the motherfucker figured it out. That motherfucker got it. Holy shit. I could quit today and be and I could die with dignity, dog. <laughs> Knowing that Eddie hey. and Joey became members. Holy shit. You better you better make sure it's not an April Fool's joke. Hey, Eddie said finally figured that shit out. After six months of giving me a dollar ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Mayweather's giving me he, he 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 you could write this shit off, Eddie, on your tax returns, homie. Uh uh, okay, ask again, Joey. Sorry. I mean, uh, B- Brian, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Coach, man, look. How do, how do you spot good coaching versus just good players? Oh, shit. Well, it's hard. You have to have the eye because coaching's overrated. But at the end of the day, um, you can tell, man, because watch Villanova. No, no shit. Watch Villanova versus a Kentucky coach team. Um you can argue Kentucky has more talent top to bottom every single year. And you can and, and Jay Wright has more titles than Calipari. He right. he his his teams are way more disciplined and structured. And you don't see the bickering and the bitching amongst a bunch of five stars that you normally see on a bunch of teams that have no real uh you know when I was an assistant, I was a recruiter. I was a go-getter. I was, I was an offensive guy. I was known as coaching an offense. I was known as being an offensive, innovative guru, supposedly. We led the state in offense for a long time. But I got great players, and I did the same things. Even though I was innovative and I was real window-dressy with it, I, I was fool the shit out of people with what we did with motions and formations and different things. But at the same time, we did it all the time. And I had dudes. And... So I could, I think that the players actually made the fucking plays work better than they would have with average Joes, right? And without those players, I would have probably been known as, oh, this motherfucking shit looks sexy, but it don't do nothing, right? So it, it goes both ways, but you can tell the structure, the culture, the character of your guys, uh, the demeanor of guys as they walk on and off the field or court. Uh, by the coach, in my opinion. I think that finishing through the line, starting before the line, is all cultural uh, discipline installation that happens from a good coach. And uh, you see a bunch of freaks of nature running around all over the place, but then the motherfucker pull off their helmet, walk off the field, jogging. Nobody's coach telling them anything. You either coach it or allow it, dog. And, we, and the shitty coaches allow everything. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Coach, man. Yeah, no Watch doubt. the game Saturday night, all right? All right, man. You too. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, man. I, um, I got to uh, – you can stay on, Jeremiah. Je- uh, Joey, um, where's my boy uh, Eddie at, man? Eddie, you going to call in? You going to talk some hoops or what? Um, or you don't have a uh, – you don't have a computer now. And now the motherfucker said he don't have a computer. I'm like, what do you want then? Um, I'm going to do my top five cartoons, man, because we're heading in the two-hour mark. I'm going to do my top five cartoons. Jeremiah's going to stay on with me before we end the audio side. Uh, cool, coach. Right. Cool. I He's got my a, age. I got some, uh... He's my age, so I figured uh, we'll have a discussion on my top five cartoons. Um, a lot of you motherfuckers, do not ask me... Where the fuck is Transformers? Or where the fuck is Garfield? <laughs> Motherfucker, it's my shit. Hey, Hector, call in because I got to fucking pick some teams before we get out of here. Um, here's my top five cartoons. All right, here we go. Scooby-Doo. If you motherfuckers don't know about Scooby-Doo, you haven't been. I didn't nut you out soon enough. So you guys don't know shit. He-Man. He-Man's my shit. Um, She-Ra, Skeletor. You guys don't know nothing about it. Um, That's the shit right there, He-Man. Tom and Jerry is just an OG. I don't believe if you don't have Tom and Jerry on your top five list and you're over 40 years old, I believe you are possibly homosexual. Number four, Heathcliff. If you guys don't know about Heathcliff, I put Heathcliff over uh, Garfield. Uh, Lucy, I know you're going to be mad about that. I, no, I don't do Smurfs. I never was a Smurf guy. You know, I grew up in a blood neighborhood. I'm apologizing. I, I, I can't <laughs> lie. I don't like blue. You couldn't rock the blue. I, I couldn't, couldn't do the blue. Uh, Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Uh, that was my shit right there. Inspector Gadget. Uh, you guys don't know about Heathcliff. Heathcliff was my shit, man. I think it was much better than Garfield. A lot of people like Garfield. I never was a big Transformer guy. You know what I was a Transformer guy? Remember Voltron? That was my shit. Voltron was my shit, but I couldn't put him on there. I also have, I'm a Heckle and Jekyll guy. I was a Heckle and Jekyll guy. Uh, G.I. Joe was in the conversation, but I, I didn't fuck with G.I. Joe too much. Roadrunner. Um, I love my Roadrunner and and uh, Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote, man, I love that shit too. Um, but you know, Voltron was my shit though. I love Voltron. Uh, I wasn't a huge Transformer guy. Um, there was another show. I like Mighty Mouse. I did like Mighty Mouse. There was another. I did like the Jetsons as well. Um, what about Hong Kong Fooey Coach? No, I like Flintstones. Flintstones, good. Yeah. Jetsons. Remember Jetsons? Uh, every once in a while, George Jetson would be smoking. That's yeah. how old that shit yeah. is. Yeah, George. Yeah, that was crazy, man. <laughs> I, I I remember that. I was never a teenage mutant ninja turtle guy. Yeah, I think yeah. that shit came later. Um, hey, coach Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize his neighborhood. Uh, oh, yeah, you gotta shit. get down with some Heathcliff. That's some good shit right there. Hell yeah, Heathcliff was my shit. Uh, yeah, I liked Heathcliff over Garfield as a cartoon. Garfield was a comic strip first. Yeah, right? Garfield was it, more known. Yeah, but Heathcliff like actually did some shit instead of just bitching about Mondays all the fucking time. He like Garfield was good for for like adults reading the news. 
You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like that was the demographic for Garfield. I, I don't think that was ever meant to be for kids. And yeah. it just turned into like a catch cow. That's like He-Man coach. You know, that shit was a Mattel came out with that based on some dude's drawings. They have a whole thing on Netflix on it, by the way. By the way, they released a new He-Man, Kevin Smith, my boy, Kevin Smith. Did everybody bitched about it because it was released in two parts and they like killed He-Man in the first part. Like you can't kill He-Man. He's like, don't worry. He's coming back. Damn. And the second part was all good. It was hey, Lucy, cool, I fucking Boondocks was funny as shit, but Boondocks is a way later thing. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Boondocks that Eddie Murphy? Or who was that? That was Eddie Murphy. Um, uh, I don't know where Pete... What's up, Hector? You driving? I'm a legend, Hector. What's going on, Coach? What's up, Jeremiah? You yeah, driving right now? Man. What's up? You driving or are you in an Uber? I'm in an Uber. I'm on my way to the city. Oh, yeah? New York City gonna grab some dinner with my girl so oh, okay um, <laughs> friday night chilling you you got your girl driving the uber huh <laughs> uh, nah, we're not we're not there yet <laughs> all right look um uh, all right i got look at this right here i got fucking uh i got i've been shitty dog so tonight you gotta what's cool about DraftKings is that once they set the price it's there so um, if, like, a player is out, they don't adjust the rest of the player's prices. And right now, there's a lot of value on the Bucks, The Bucks, the Memphis, the Memphis game, and... Hey, I don't do the Bucks back-to-back. I learned a long time ago. I don't fuck with the Bucks on a back-to-back. Because Giannis either plays half-ass or don't play. At, Their whole team is out. Especially, though, after a big win... They're going to shit the bed tonight. I I would bet dollars to dimes that are anyone they, of value. The Clippers? Yeah, because the Clippers are fucking, who cares? Milwaukee, they busted their nut last night beating fucking KD. They don't give a fuck about Paul George coming in there fucking hobbled. Like, that that Clipper team is, is not like a Lakers. Even the Lakers, shitty Lakers, I think Milwaukee would be more up for. But, Didn't uh, Paul George drop 34 in his first game back, though, Coach? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, out, he's out tonight. Yeah. He oh, did. is he out already again, huh? Yeah, Damn. He's out. They call him Mr. Glass. Huh? Who's out tonight? Paul Paul, Paul George. Because that's he's Palm Del P, homie. That's Palm Del P. That's like bullshit on a Friday night. Imagine buying a ticket to tonight's game Friday that's what night I'm and he's out. That's the soft fucking world, these motherfuckers, man. I wouldn't buy a fucking ticket. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't take cold kids to no games no more. Like, you got to go on fucking DraftKings or FanDuel to find out if your fucking dude's going to play the game I bought a ticket for. Like, that's how you find yeah, out. Because you ain't going to find it nowhere else. You have to go on this. And they're going to say, oh, fuck, he ain't on, so I ain't going. You're right, Coach. That's that's the best way to know who's playing. Hell yeah. yeah. They're that's not going to tell way. you. That's any sport, though, Coach. That's any sport now. But in that, football, though, they I, don't sit out. Because NFL has a different deal. NFL has a injury report because they only have 53 players on a roster that has to play of some sort. So you're going to get an injury report. You're going to know if football players are going to play or not. Basketball, these cunts can just sit out. On their own. Yeah, load management. They load management shit. Hurt. See, in NFL, <laughs> that's a fine. Like, NBA? Fuck it. Nope. So, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to check out the, the All-Star game. game. You get suspended. Yeah, yeah. 
And you know why, Coach, though? Uh, like Hector says, NFL betting is way fucking bigger. So you know what happens? Oh, the so motherfuckers miss the game in NFL. You're fucking billion-dollar motherfucker. You have the fucking mafia on your ass because you motherfucker missed the game. You'll come up like Daryl Henley fucking missing. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I, I haven't watched the lick of NBA in like 15 years. Yeah. 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 Kind of got me back into it. <laughs> hey, Hector, yeah. you, uh, you're you going to eat with your girl um, in um, – you said in uh in 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 uh, New York. Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in downtown Jersey City, so I'm right across. I could see New York from where I'm at, so it's not that bad. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's like a five minute. minute as a crow flies, right, Hector? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's traffic out the ass, and I'm yeah. I mean, so if you could it's just like a forty minute Uber. Yeah, that's not terrible though. Yeah, that's all right. How much does that cost? Um, I got fifteen percent off, so it's like around. It's usually like 50, 60. Really? But I got a good deal. <laughs> That's a, I mean, you could drink and you don't have to worry. Because, Coach, you got this question in the chat earlier. I don't know if you saw it, but Hope Solo got caught driving with her two kids in the fucking car. Drunk. Who off did? her ass. Who did? Like, dude, take a fucking Uber. Who You're did? a famous yeah. athlete. <laughs> I was, I've was. i been chilling. I've been chilling in the back. No stress from yeah. public transportation listening to the show. I can't complain. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's totally tell, worth man. it to me. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Hector. If I go out and I know I'm gonna drink, I don't even leave the house with my car. Hey, yeah, I got do you know? No do you right know now. that I will never, ever, ever get in one of those motherfuckers? In an Uber? Fuck no! I don't believe what it. The best. I don't believe it. I have the biggest uh, thing against it. I, I do not believe in no fucking Uber. I don't know. First of all, what I think they're all weirdo fucks. If you drive an Uber, you're a weirdo fuck. I just Sorry, think you're you a weirdo fuck. And there's weirdo fucks out there that are fucking locking doors and shit on motherfuckers. And I, I, Coach, Joey B is an Uber driver. He let him. Hey, Joey B is a weirdo fuck because it took him forever to become a member of one. Two, you, I, you can't. You can't convince me to get in a fucking someone's regular car that they drive every fucking day and expect you to take me somewhere. I can't so, Coach, do it. Would you take a taxi then? Would you take a taxi? I would take a taxi. I took taxis back in the day when Ubers came around. I'm like, you got me fucked up. It just random fucking Johnny's going to show up at my house in his fucking whip and... That he just got some head in the back seat last night in, and I'm supposed to sit back there with my girl and go eat sushi. Fuck no. I will refuse. I am driving my own shit. I'm a, I like driving my whips. I want to get out in the air. I want to drive my shit. I want to fucking hit the... I want to go 150 if I want, and or I want to just cruise down the fucking ocean. I'm going to drive... Something, one of my cars, trucks, or whatever, and I'm gonna drive that bitch. I ain't gonna. I'd rather get head in my car driving than fucking have to worry about fucking being in someone else's fucking come riddle fucking backseat. So I gotta get that Maserati on the PCH, huh, Coach? Hey, I'm going tonight. I got, I got, I got, I got a whiskey meeting here, man. Tonight at eight o'clock in Newport Beach. That's why I gotta finish this. Go shave, shower, get all juiced up. And go out hey, here. Coach, this I meeting. wanted to ask you before you end the show. You were talking about good food. Have you ever heard of Javier's? I'm always hearing about Javier's. That's a Is big, that big shit? thing. I, I won't, I won't go. It's, it's like people. That's the different world we live in. Javier's is like 
That's where Kobe used to go all the time. Okay. So there's a, there's one in Newport Beach. There's one. Yeah, that's they're, the one I almost went to. They're in Vegas. They're all over now. But okay. the, I won't go because that's the Americanized, Mexican, expensive, fucking upscale uh, place. Now, I did go one time, and it was good. I had nachos. That's all I had because I was like, ah, man, I'm, I'm going to the hood and eat Mexican food. It it was good. Um, Bruce is right, though. There is a lot of talent there. You will get a lot of fucking, cause, but but the talent is 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 uh, smoke and mirrors, Bruce, because they're all thinking you're Kobe Bryant. They're in there looking for Kobe Bryant, motherfucking money. I'm not giving them. I wouldn't give them a square to piss. <laughs> where are you going, Hector? You don't have to tell us exactly where you're going. I just what kind uh, of? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I could tell you. I'm going to Yucca Lounge. It's a Cuban spot. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, sweet. I like Cuban yeah. food, man. Cuban food's good. Gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Hey, I, I ain't complaining. I like Cuban food. Who's yeah, driving that fire. motherfucker right now? What's up? Who's driving that motherfucker? <laughs> got got protective glass and everything, coach. You shitting me, really? Is that a taxi? <laughs> nah, it's an Uber. Uber. It looks yellow. That's an Uber <laughs> with a fucking plexiglass? <laughs> Yeah, and I could yeah, play. I, I could play some games if I want to. Play some probably games. Probably because of the COVID stuff, Coach. They, and that ain't no they, Uber, homie. That's a goddamn. That's a train. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. fuck with it, dog. I, and this guy, you're shitting me. So this guy is going to go make seventy-seven fucking cents, taking you forty miles. That's what he's getting because he's getting fucked too by the government. He's going to make 77 cents and he's restructured his entire fucking vehicle that he's paying $400 a month on for fucking his uh, note and then another 150 for insurance. He not making back half of that motherfucking money, homie. Come on. And then he put plexiglass in his shit and a TV on the fucking headrest. What are we in 19 fucking 94? Hell no. So, I, know so, that fucking I, I know you're from LA and you love traffic, but I, I'll tell you if you were from here, you would love an Uber because the fucking taxi cabs up here smelled like dead Armenian hookers were in the fucking trunks, every one of them. Hey, I'm so, just gonna tell you, you growing up, up like thank God, a car that doesn't smell like shit. They keep it clean, they have all these rules, so I, I'm all for them. Hey Hector, I, I I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest. Eddie Manyweather, I know your ass better not be in no Uber. Do you take Ubers, homie? If you take an Uber and Watts I know you're you're either young or or you something's up. Cause I'm be honest. If I see me and Eddie where we're from, if I turn around, I just I'm just seeing all kind of hood shit in my head. Like if there was Ubers around in the eighties and the nineties, I could just see a motherfucker stopping in the car, er, turn around, get the fuck lock the doors, homie. <laughs> like I mean, I, there would be more motherfucking jackings than at any time in the history of fucking the United States if Ubers were around in the 80s and 90s. It would be unbelievable. So I still am stuck in that time zone and there's like no fucking way I'm going to fucking get in someone else's whip. We used to take, we put you in the whip, we're taking you some motherfucking place. You're not going where you want to go, motherfucker. You're going where I'm taking you. And your credit card information is in my shit. Tom Arnold says he's an Uber driver too, and and uh, you can still get jacked. He said so. Yeah, see, see, I'm not fucking with it. I'm not fucking there, with that shit. No cash though, Coach. No cash for Ubers. So. Oh really? 
Yeah, yeah. They don't do cash. It's all credit. And the thing I tell you is, like, you can you can see the rating of the driver, too. So it's sort of like a restaurant, like with Yelp and shit. I got you, Coach. Like, to each his own, man. You got nice rides. But I'll tell you this, Coach. Hey. Do you want my fucking non-driving ass to come to L.A. and be in your traffic and be fucking everything up? Or I can just ride with somebody down there that knows what the fuck they're doing, and I prefer that. Fuck renting a car. It's cheaper. And then if I go to the city, Hector, if I go to New York, I don't rent a car. I'll just take the fucking subway or a taxi. Because New York taxi is easier to get. I I don't feel like I want to watch the show. Yeah, 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 I like seeing the fucking See, thing, that's too. the I thing, dog. That's the thing too. about it. See, that's the deal. See, I, I, I'd rather be the show. You looking at my shit, my motherfucking, either my pipes motherfucking sound like a boat when I start that bitch up, or my motherfucking ass hitting the gas on your ass, and you, I'm going to be the show. Fuck watching this motherfucking show. Shit. I, I'd rather go with some for show pussy than fucking no pussy. I, this is the thing. There's no way I could be in a fucking someone else's car because I don't trust nobody. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. There's no so way I'm getting in on a motherfucking Uber. <laughs> There's just no way. What's the other one? Lyft or something? Yeah, it's the same. Uh-huh. Yeah, the not. Lyft is trash. I I've never get... been on a Lyft. I can't speak for Lyft. So, I... see, this is the thing. This is very, very controversial uh, statement that Hector just made. He said Lyft is trash. All I got to do is take my Honda Civic and take the Lyft fucking sign off and put an Uber sign on that motherfucker. How the fuck is it different? It's the same car by the same weirdo creepy fuck driving it. It ain't no trash. And that motherfucker works for Lyft and that motherfucker Uber. Same fucking Toyota Celica with cum on the back seat. Coach, I think a lot of guys do both. I know up here we have a lot of guys that do both. And, and, and Hector showed that guy. That motherfucker is from Zimbabwe up there. He don't know shit. He's ready to go fuck around and take you take a long wrong left turn, motherfucker. That you're fucked, homie. That motherfucker is ready to fuck going down, homie. Oh, uh, homie, I saw that motherfucker, dog. Hey, that motherfucker's back of his head looked like Stephen A. and LeBron James mix. I seen that. I knew he was African. That motherfucker hair is so fucked up. He got patches of hair missing like a motherfucker, homie. That's he got that fucking uh, Jada Pinkett shit. I couldn't get in it, homie. There's no fucking way I'm getting in that fucking car with that motherfucker. That motherfucker and drop a bomb on your motherfucking ass. I'm out of there. He locks the doors on your ass. You're fucked, homie. Hell no, nah. yeah, that, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can't hate on my decision. I got so many laughs in this past 40 minutes. Uh, I got my money worth. Dude, I, I, that's what I was saying, coach. Like, if I'm not feeling good or I'm not impressed, I know you're going to make me fucking laugh at least once. Mm. At least once. Even if you're in a bad mood, you're going to make you laugh. Man, so. I- I can't oh, fuck with that yeah, Uber that shit, dog. So I can't fuck with that Uber shit. I can't fuck with Lyft or whatever that is. I can't do it. I'm going to get in the car. And then people ask me, see, back in the day, you know, the cold part is now. So, like, I had to take my fucking car down the street. But it's a, it's a far enough thing where I'm not walking. I live up a hill and a mountain. I'm like, there's no way. So I had to take it down and get some sound system put in my Maserati. So I have a couple cars. But I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get back? Man, I, I said, the guy was like, hey, Kobe, be here all day. I'm like, fuck, can you give me a ride home? 
And the dude was like, uh, you got to call Uber. I was like, I don't call Uber, homie. I said, I'm paying you $3,500 to put a sound system in my Maserati, homie. You take me home, motherfucker. And motherfucker took me home. Or my neighbor is actually one person in this whole area I talk to because he watches my dogs from time to time from, from a distance. He, he's scared of dogs, but he, he'll, he'll at least call me and say, hey, Bonham and fucking Ash are fighting. So... Um, I have him come get me uh, if it's close enough. But I ain't fucking calling no fucking Uber. I motherfucker, I, I, I'd be damned. I'd have to choke the fuck out of the Uber guy. And if he got plexiglass on his shit, <laughs> that shit that you push, that shit looks like I could rip that shit straight off that fucking backseat. That shit's moving and shit. <laughs> Just all my years in the military. If you got a DUI, man, you were fucked back in the day. So Cody like, Carpenter, appreciate you. Oh, my bad. Cody Carpenter gave me nine ninety nine. He's on the cheap side today. He wasn't really feeling the hypeness of the $20, so I give a shout-out still. Um, <coughs> yeah, I started that train. Yeah, you started that double yeah, train. No, oh, yeah, later. you did, huh? No doubt. No yep, doubt. No doubt. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I can't do the fucking Toyota Nissan trucks and shit. Uh, just imagine me pulling up in a Maserati to drive your motherfucking ass. There's no way I'm going to... So you're putting a million miles on this motherfucker and, <laughs> and gas prices as high as giraffe pussy and you're fucking telling me that... The, how are they making money? How are you guys making money on Uber? There's no way. Is that, is that a real thing? I, I think dudes I do can't. okay. I can't Better even. Have. I can't think I, about I am it. not I that smart, dog. I'm not that smart. There's no way I can figure out the whole, <laughs> the how they make money. Like, how do they make money? I, Joe in the check, coach, twenty bucks. Oh, uh, Joe. Joe's in the house. I haven't seen Joe all day. Um, how do you make money, Joey B? You Tom get, Arnold says he makes two k a week. He makes two k a week. Who the, does? One of Tom one Arnold of my boys used to do chat. it. One of my boys used to do it, and he said the tips were crucial. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Like, the tips were everything. The tips That's really your fucking everything. night. You're, you're the tips. See, your crucial and my crucial is two generationals apart. And crucial to me is, like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked crucial. Critical, critical might have been good. I don't know. Crucial? I mean, I'm thinking they're, I'm fucked. 2000 a I week guess. gross, this guy says he makes. Yeah. Tom Arnold in the private chat here says he he's, uh, makes. I mean, that's eight, 8K a month is not. I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah, but you're driving like 12 hours. No, that's yeah. way. Like, eight grand on. a month on Uber, uh, Jeremiah, seems like a far fetch to me. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, no, you're driving at least. I'm hours. calling bullshit. I want to see your fucking tax returns, <laughs> homie. Show me that shit. There's no fucking way. How many cars you got? There's no fucking way. Eight grand a month. He's making more than a teacher. Well, that's, I mean, everybody makes more than a teacher. I know, but there's no way. So, so tell me how much, how, Alan, you were doing it. Tell me, can you make eight grand a, a week on that month, a month? I think it depends on where you're at in the country, too. Yeah, yeah that, that's true, I think Tom's in California. I think I thought he said he was. He says he grinds hard, and but uh, I think in Cali yeah, you probably can make that's, pretty that's big. 
you could probably make pretty good See, money. See, I, I, I know people in Cali that struggle to do it because Cali's so big, it's actually okay. a detriment. Because where Sorry. are you going? There's a million of them motherfuckers, and you're competing like the fucking whiskey world. How are you going to make some money? Tom says he's in Connecticut. That's Connecticut's a pretty wealthy state, too, so they probably charge a lot. Shit, I don't know. All the Northeast, too, Coach, like, a lot of people don't drive up there. Like, Hector's driving into the city. I'm sure you have a car, Hector. I'm not Al- Alan, Alan said he made 6 k a month in no. Florida, so maybe it is, dog. I don't need shit. a car. It's, it's fucking pointless, Hector. If you live in the North, yeah, if I, I lived in New car. York City, I would never own a fucking car. It costs so goddamn much money. It's not worth it. <laughs> Gotta pay to park yeah, the motherfucker. Yeah. I'd be dry. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, yeah, Alan drove celebrities too and only made 6K. But I, I'd be driving all over fucking New York. I'd be giving it more pollution. Fuck that. I'm not getting in that damn Uber. Fuck. I had a buddy who drove for the Spearmint Rhino and he, uh, that's a strip club in Vegas, and he made good money. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you, you can. Demo. I'm sure you can. Hey, Hector, I appreciate you, Doc. Go have fun, man. Go eat. Go tell that Uber driver to take you to the fucking restaurant. Don't take you to the fucking <laughs> homie's house where the motherfuckers will put you on a ship in the back of a fucking trailer, and you will never be seen again. <laughs> you will be on that show with Tom fucking Hanks on the fucking ocean in a fucking <laughs> crate. So... Make sure uh, you understand nah, 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 that shit. To me, coach. They'll be calling NCIS New Orleans on your ass to try to find your motherfucking ass. Yo, the, the last thing, the Kings and Rockets are running it back. Keep an eye out on Kevin Porter Jr. That's my boy. They're playing tonight? Yeah, they're running it back. Oh, I'm about to bet that game right now. All right. Um, all, right all right, man. Coach, I appreciate you. you. Thanks for the laughs, man. All right, bro. Friday. Have fun, Hector. All right, Jeremiah, I'm getting out of here, man. I got to shut yeah, down coach, the audio side. Good luck with your meeting tonight. Hey, it's I appreciate you, man. I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Appreciate everybody, man, coming on. I got to end the audio side and the video side today because I got to go get ready for a whiskey meeting in Newport Beach, California. And uh, I'm not taking an Uber. I'm going to drive the Maserati. I'm going to get me a stick and uh, take my motherfucking ass out here and have this meeting. And uh, first of all, I'm going to get some slapdick cigars and some whiskey at High Times. Shout out to my boy Sean Patrick at High Times. I'm going to go there first, and then I'm going to do it. Nah, I can't do no afties. Brian Martinez, I apologize, uh, everybody. I got to get the fuck gone and get ready to go. So I'm going to end everything. Uh, I, actually, I'll stay on for a hot minute, um, and I'll upload the audio side. So give me uh, give me two minutes, and if you guys are sitting here, I'll, I'll, I'll put on the after party. Let me get this uh, ended on the audio side. I'll see you guys Monday for Merciless Monday on the Slapdick Podcast. Go to betonline.ag, bet the final four today. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. And if you want to get your gut right and your mind right, get you some Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them the Slapdick sent you. I appreciate everybody all week long. I'll see you Monday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Don't be a fuckstick. Don't be a shitbird. And definitely become a Slapdick. I'll holler at you guys Monday. Peace. Yeah. Mm. I'm in my mode 
Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm Hail Marys, I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We been defying Rice What's the cost? Be the boss Breaking down the walls We all in Once the coin guitars Got the plan of action Never acting Don't need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From 3-4s to 4-3 We get it cracking When the snap call it surround